0: shit earlier and it looked like somebody had like murdered my poop really just slaughtered (laughs) it completely it was a massacre (laughs) well I forgot I'm slightly lactose intolerant and Mm. I had a really big chocolate milkshake
1: oh really hey everybody hey uh, yeah hey Ken what's going on man
0: well it looks like we're back for another episode
1: you already know
0: Literally, with Ken and Carl.
1: Literally. So, how you doing? Man, same old, same old, man. Another week, you know, new stuff coming out. Um, you know, we got uh, episode nine is up. So, you know, episode no. eight, I'm sorry. Eight yeah. is up. Um, you All know. right.
0: So, Ken just let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. Um, yeah. As some of you know, um, episode eight was slightly delayed. Um, not due to technical issues. I just had... Uh, back-to-back visits my niece came to visit and uh, then my mom came to stay and and uh, got me a little bit behind on my editing chores and uh, women it happens it happens you got to be there for family actually my niece will be showing up here shortly and uh, I have a feeling that Tango is gonna gonna let us know when she gets here so Um, but episode eight um, was actually a really great episode. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also learned a completely brand new editing process, Mm -hmm. which is going to save us a lot of time and get us kind of a quicker turnaround, which is very cool.
1: More stuff I have to learn.
0: But episode nine had an issue. (sighs) So I will be able to get episode nine together. Trust me. It's going to be a really good episode. Um, But it's going to take me a minute because we did not get audio on two of the cameras. Um, Ken had done some research, found some pretty cool mics for the cameras. That's right. Um, And uh, so we could get a little bit better audio off of the cameras. So syncing it with the software and making sure that this audio, which makes my voice sound so incredible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mine sound like Barry White. (laughs) (laughs) No, it does not. No, it does not. Um, Puberty did not favor
0: me. (laughs) It does make it a lot easier for us. So nine's going to be kind of a challenge, Um, but I I will get nine out as quickly as I can. Um, Obviously, the apology is kind of retroactive because you're gonna see this long after nights come out so hopefully nothing happens to this one
1: you pretty pretty much i'm hoping you know i mean (laughs) but you know things happen you can't stop life man
0: no no that's true you can't stop it man that's true but i'm i'm glad we're back in it because man i'm i'm digging it
1: yeah man so yeah it's good man it's always good to sit here and shoot the shit with a friend and Mm -hmm. most importantly clarify every time that he's being an asshole
0: somebody needs to call me out for it and i'm glad you're the guy i'm here for, i'm here vader's here for you too unfortunately that means you're kind of the one that takes the brunt of my assholishness so
1: stinks yeah. <laughs> notice you got the
0: uh the specs on
1: that's right uh, yeah
0: i had to make make a, a note of calling that out
1: yes people i do wear the contact lenses and i do wear glasses sometimes I my eyes and your break. So you're so vain. They, they have it. think the song
0: was about <sighs> you. Don't you? Don't you?
1: <laughs> and that version of that song is sung by an asshole. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Don't make me sing my theme song.
0: Oh God, no! Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so, um, real quick for the the people that uh, are listening, um, I'm gonna. Talk about our table again, um, just because I like to do that, um, and you guys should continue to, to listen, but you should also check out a couple of the issues on, uh, on YouTube, because there's a lot of fun stuff that happens, and uh, Ken's face is amusing at times, when I, I light it properly, unlike yeah. episode
1: eight, which looked like you were a villain hiding in the shadows hey hey man look here i had to i had to do that i mean i just felt in that moment you can't have him by you and just be all in the light all the time you mm-hmm. have to go dark sometimes you have to go dark you know so you're
0: taking that one on you and not me I, I i was the one that poorly
1: lit you but but you're
0: gonna say that was you just yeah being i'm not
1: gonna let you be an asshole this time <laughs> but like in two minutes i'll find a reason to call you an asshole. i'm sure you will yeah i'm sure you will yeah you never let me down you always give me one yeah. you know <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess in uh, issue nine, we, we had um, Thor's hammer up on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have my third arc reactor. Um, this one, the case is uh, a little bit upgraded, um, which is really cool. Um, it was a, a cool find. Um, and this one... is touch sensitive which is kind of cool um it's quality folks so kind of neat and then i got this really cool um blueprint from uh the uh, united states patent office which is legit i'm sure and uh, yeah. it's got old tony stark's hand handwriting
1: on it so it's kind of cool yeah we love you three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he actually you know made me one and i'm like psyched up to go home and turn on and just be like that's mine and pretty much I'm have to fight people because they're gonna like come on like where'd you get that from and then i have to look at him and why they're like holding it going out the door what i was just taking it outside no he was not put that shit back
0: are you talking about big rob
1: pretty much yeah once he finds out you know he mm-hmm. might hold me a gunpoint for it you know if he wants to take that he's taking it i know i know <laughs> when he sees this i'm not even gonna tell him i'm not even gonna be mad about it and the reason why i'm not gonna tell him just to see if he's really watching <laughs> if he's watching the episodes when he finally watches this oh so he was not gonna fucking tell me huh? okay i'm coming to rob you like <laughs> what kind of shit is that Rob? <laughs> Mm-hmm. and he called me and he said hey buddy how you doing <laughs> that's Mhm. but um, yeah man it's just you know another week man more stuff you know more, more uh, COVID-19 stuff you know requiring people to wear masks yep. you know uh, and you got the, the governor he's, he's suing the mayor and Atlanta you know
0: <laughs> so I, it's interesting that you bring that up um, of course I have to yeah cause you know uh, I, I work in retail and uh, there was kind of a weird period when the mayor of Atlanta um, issued an ordinance and several cities and counties copied and, and did the same thing that anyone inside a office or, or a business without a mask on could be fined up to five hundred dollars and the store that i work at is in one of the cities that that followed this policy or this ordinance yeah and shortly after the governor had turned around and and said that they didn't have the authority to to do that and and basically ordered everyone not to um but companies still have a choice and companies are are making the decision to do it walmart Kroger, yeah. you know, many, many, many companies are, are doing this at the moment. And uh, so I had uh, a fun little Karen incident. Um, you know, we had had a pretty rough day of, of getting yelled at by a number of people telling us that it was bullshit and that we were assholes for for making them do this. and. You know, at the end of the day I got a fucking job to do so I don't you know shop somewhere else I can't really help you but we got to the point where we were just offering them free masks medical masks Mm. like not like pieces of my t-shirt like you know three ply medical masks and when we would approach people you know we were just coming up saying hey you know I I really I, I hate this but We have to mandate this. It's, you know, part of the city ordinance. Yeah. And um, this one lady, you know, she's fine. So she grabs the mask. I actually gave her one for her and her maybe three-year-old daughter that she had in her arm. And as she starts walking away, she puts it on, but she's got it underneath her chin. So I approached her. And uh, I said, ma'am, I'm I'm really sorry, but you do have to wear it properly. So she pulls it up to her mouth, kind of like over her bottom lip. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ma'am, that would include your nose. Fuck this. Rips her fucking mask off, still while holding a three-year-old or a two-year-old. Throws the mask on the ground. This is fucking bullshit. Grabs a peach off of the fucking table and throws it at me. Then she swipes with her arm and knocks... Like four bags of cherries all over the floor, walks over to a display of two liter bottles, grabs a ginger ale and throws that at me, all while screaming how uh, unconstitutional this is and and that I'm an asshole and she's lived in this community for 30 years. She shouldn't have to deal with
1: this. And
0: i got her tag number i sent the police
1: to her place you you did everything right but i I do agree with her she was right to call you an asshole yeah but not for that (laughs) not for that i mean i am
0: all for when i deserve it yeah bring that shit of
1: course but i had to mention it right now since we're together Uh you know and then she hit you with a peach so that makes you a peachy asshole you know i'm gonna
0: hit you with a peach a
1: ginger peachy asshole Mm. Uh, you know basically you're a new flavor now (laughs) ginger peachy asshole yeah that sounds like a like a like a a shot like here do you want a shot of this ginger peachy asshole
0: we used to we used to game with this guy um justin well i still game with him occasionally he's uh one of those kids that's like amazing Mm. and when i was playing call of duty like you know modern warfare modern warfare 2 you know back a little ways and uh we had a group of guys that we played with actually i think you chatted with lonnie one night yeah yeah and uh you thought he was really amusing yeah Uh, yeah (laughs)
1: um
0: but uh we used to game a lot became Mm -hmm. really good friends and this one guy that used to game with us we generally wouldn't game with young kids but justin we we would play with yeah and uh he was ridiculously good like he was one of those kids that he would, he would go with, uh, a 44 Magnum and a knife attack knife. Mm -hmm. And he would just run and, and like 28 and four 30 and six. Mm. Like it was incredible. I tried following him a couple of times and I just would get killed in his wake like every time. So, um, he's, he's a ginger like I am. And, uh, because he was the young kid in the group we you know we'd brag on him but i mean we rag on each other so of course of course course that's what you do we we didn't treat him any differently but i I had given him a nickname one day i I had said something about his ginger pink butthole and uh it kind of stuck everybody's been calling him ginger pink not like a nickname so to speak we just every once in a while we'll (laughs) we'll mention his ginger pink butthole and he'll giggle
1: oh god
0: when you said ginger pin uh peach asshole yeah it's it's kind of reminded me of that sorry i went on a tangent
1: it's just funny how you set that together like every time we mention it he'll giggle (laughs) that's funny (laughs) that is really funny oh man yeah yeah i haven't played i haven't played my xbox in a minute man i haven't seen you on in a minute i know man i really have not really been on between work and Running around and then squeezing this in, I really haven't had the time. But I've, I've still, I finally did buy the Jedi Order. I did buy it. it was, did you? Yeah, I did. I just haven't. And you just can't play it because you don't have a hard drive to put it on.
0: <sighs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Come just, on, this is true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just, I just haven't like stopped by like, oh, let me go get it. I just, I just haven't. I just, you know, me,
0: me. You have Amazon, right?
1: Yeah, I, I do. I do. I just like when I'm on there, I'm not like thinking about like that right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not.
0: Not gonna. Trust me. You. Trust me. That's yeah, fine. But I actually I, downloaded a new game that I started playing because I have the hard drive space.
1: <laughs> it was the game called Asshole.
0: It's actually called The Hunter: Call of the Wild.
1: Ah ha ha! Witcher no really
0: no the hunter the hunter yeah it's it's like a hunting game Call of the wild but of the wild has okay okay yeah it's like it's like a uh hunting simulator or something i guess yeah it's you like, know there's a lot yeah. of simulator
1: games getting ready to come out um i've seen been uh, quite a few of them yeah i the, mean
0: when they had games like goat simulator and farming simulator yeah
1: this farming one has been actually pretty popular um and then they got the uh, the uh, air the airplane simulator getting ready to come out, and that thing mm. looks crazy. Which one? Uh, it's like some new ones coming out. I don't know if it's going to come out for the next gen or okay,
0: because you know the the flight simulator that that's been around for decades on on PC is still like the benchmark. <laughs> no, no, no. But they were cool. Like I I used to way back in the day i had one like a joystick with a yoke in the whole mm-hmm. don't judge
1: me hey i'm not i'm not don't, judging don't you judge me i'm not judging <laughs> you i'm just simply going okay just okay
0: <laughs> i like that hat you're very star wars today
1: that's right that's right the force mm-hmm. the jedi
0: yeah it's you know, weird it. though uh, there's oh okay so there's a stormtrooper and, and Vader on the hat. I was gonna say it's not a very Sithy hat.
1: <sighs> Haters, why <laughs> you gotta be one? Okay.
0: Did you know the the fourth foot <coughs> Vader actually makes noise? I think there's a button on his chest, the red one.
1: Really. Oh shit! It again. Why am I finding this out now? I don't know. It's it's been here. Yeah. And you haven't said shit about him just Boy, like he was off talk. to the other side. Off to the other side, of my ass. He's been here. He was here when I talked about Grandpa Joe's ass. He's, He's been here. God damn it. You, you not oh, it keeps going. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna. That's what I wanted to hear. The green one. Oh wow! What's this? how dope is that that is dope that is dope it's like i kind of feel like kind of like low-key gay because when i touched him the button and he went (gasps) he started like breathing hard so uh,
0: if the button had been over and up about two inches
1: anyway (laughs) hey man hey
0: this is how we do it man yes yes it is
1: man just man it's been a long week Mm -hmm. long freaking
0: week man (sighs)
1: yeah
0: i got to watch some cool movies lately though
1: what did you watch
0: um so um i watched um oh shit kung fu hustle i was talking to you about it okay on eight we were talking about kung fu and uh I couldn't remember the name of that that yeah. movie with the old yeah. lady and curlers. Yeah, that, yeah, it was Kung Fu Hustle.
1: Yeah,
0: that was another one of those cool, okay, cool Kung Fu movies. What did you watch? Um, oh, what did Eric and I watch the other night? Um, why can't I think of it?
1: I don't know why you can't. Oh, oh,
0: oh! It's uh, the wrong guy.
1: Oh, so it's, wow. um,
0: one of the guys from kids in the hall, Dave Foley. Yeah. And, uh, he's a, a vice president of something that's made up at this company and he's thinking he's going to get this promotion and, uh, he's getting ready to get married to the president's daughter. And typical, you get the feeling right off the bat that no one in the office likes this guy mm-hmm. at all, right? Right, and he's a putz.
1: That 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 words, he's a putz. Just it's like it's, it's been like every like movie, every gener- like generation that comes around again, it just it just resurfaced. You putz, you know, even um uh, grumpy old men, you putz. It's, you know, it's it's a word. It's a really good word. Yeah, I, I mean, but it's like, eh.
0: but he um he ends up not getting the the promotion to president. It's this other guy at the conference room table who's marrying the boss's favorite daughter. And he gets all upset and starts like, you know, I'm going to kill you and blah, blah, blah. And he leaves. And then he goes into the office later to talk to him. And, uh, As he's talking to him, he realizes he's dead. The guy slumps over and he's got a knife in his neck. Really? And like an idiot, he grabs it out and he's got blood all over him and he's like freaking out. And
1: Oh my god. It's
0: this whole like road trip, him kind of trying to like evade the law, and then he runs into Jennifer Tilly.
1: Man, she was bad. She was she was great back in the day. I don't care what anybody says. Jennifer Tilly was it. I need to get
0: some ice for my wine. Oh my
1: god. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and she was in a uh, matter of fact she was in a uh, wasn't she she was in cool world wasn't she or was it was somebody else who did the voice because they almost sounded know, similar just like her they yeah. if it wasn't her they came pretty close
0: we might have to start having a fact-checking segment Wait, i show. know
1: jennifer tilly was bride of chucky i know that was her um she was in an old movie in the 80s i can't think of the comedian's name um he's my girl is the name of the movie she was in there, mm-hmm. um, yeah. She's 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 done a lot of movies, but she was pretty she was pretty hot back in the day. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what she looks like now. She could be fat, skinny, skinny fat, skinny old and fat. I I don't know, but I'm just saying she she had a moment. You know, yeah. it's a lot of them that was like great back in the day. That just you know now. I mean, you know, Sharon Stone, she still looks pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah, I always I will always bring that up because. I kind of have I have
0: a problem with um, w- what happens to women after they've had plastic surgery. <sighs> so, like, it rarely it rarely goes well. Like, and no, no, no I'm not saying like Even if it's done well, it's still not going to age well. You know what I mean? Like, and then you kind of start getting more and more. And then it starts making you. It's, it's Joan kind of, Rivers.
1: It's kind of oh god, Joan Rivers. She they said she was sick. No, she died because of too much plastic. Now that she ran out of skin. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, she's sitting there trying to do trying to do the uh, the show, and she's sitting there. Hello, darlings. You can't. You know, not moving any damn thing. You could know, but um, another one. Uh, I thought she was she was great when she came out um little kim when she first came out she was there was nothing wrong with freakish her freakish looking now yeah and, I, and now i don't i don't i don't know what the fuck she looks like i don't know i think you know it, even this picture's supposed to be joker i can still see little kim right there that's that's how she looks to me right now
0: yeah yeah like, a little
1: bit like you know i mean just i mean I, and that's one thing i kind of question on just you know for any women out there it's like why are you getting this done to yourself to make yourself feel better? I mean, don't get me wrong. People should accept you for who you are. I mean, cause years later, once you know, you get older, you gotta remember you can't fix what was, you can't fix what you've, what you've done to yourself like that. You know, you are pretty much going to have to go back cause you'll never be. You're right though. The same.
0: You'll never but, be, you know,
1: it's, it's really kind of,
0: <laughs> it's weird. It's, it, there's a, a really kind of systemic issue there as well with women and image and, and all of that. I mean, it's, um, it's been ingrained in them. Yeah. And, and we're talking for like centuries, you know, women have been told how they need to look and have done the craziest things to their bodies to get to these things. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, how many women, really need to go through all of the crap that they go through. They do it because of magazines and TV and all that other bullshit, right? Right. And and I'm sure there's a large part of dudes that are like, yeah, like when my girl gets, you know, all makeuped up and stuff, but like I'll flip around on, on Instagram and I'll look at some of these accounts and uh, you know, it's like you can tell they just have no self-esteem
1: yeah I, I i never understood that my thing is i understand that you're trying to to some of them they do that they try to model they're trying to hey they're trying to get something started and then some of them do that only fans crap where they you know they show their bodies xyz but my thing is how are you going to find somebody that if you're single how are you going to find somebody that's going to be there to essentially for you that's going to accept you for who you are and knowing that you've you've shown your body it's on the internet even though you've stopped it's going to resurface again and again and again you know that's something you have to live with and at the same time this man has to live with the fact of that hey yeah i'm with you but the worlds have seen you like i've seen you mm-hmm. you know and that's something that i think that um women don't think about you know they're in that moment but they don't think about down the road and then ultimately they get mad when they're left alone and no one wants them because of their past even though in that moment it shouldn't be about your past when you're meeting them but you still kind of want to know their background hey where you've been what you've been doing you know you know or you know or some people say what do you do for money but no but but in general what do you do no but in general um all that comes back you know i mean i mean there's i mean there's like i said there is nobody who's better than the other person but Mm -mm. in general I mean, natural is 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 the word. Natural is becoming extinct to to a certain extent. It really is, if you think about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to get into the semantics of something that's man-made is still natural, but yeah. um, but no, I, I totally get your point. And, and yeah, yeah, I you know, I personally have always been into um, women that really didn't do a lot of you know
1: like yeah like if people understand like um makeup
0: what, or any of that other stuff
1: what, what's her face um marilyn monroe mm-hmm. at one point marilyn monroe wasn't that small a lot of people don't know that uh, i don't know that she was ever small yeah she was like i mean but the but the camera and the angles that they got her at made you think that
0: well and and but they're you the body shape has has changed in different eras just mm-hmm. because of what was deemed popular in magazines and, and stuff like that. So her shape um was still very kind of European, but you know, a lot slimmer in the actual waist, but still very hippie, you know. Um she wasn't ever skinny. I right? know
1: who, you know. I know who thought she had a great body. Who? JFK, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. He goes,
1: President, you know, you know what he said: "Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country." <laughs> Bend over, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Seriously, no, but seriously, I'm no, but I, I'm joking. But I honestly like you know, between like you know, women like her. Um, I can't think of the lady's real name. Um, she played Thelma in Good Times. She had an amazing body in her, you know, in in her time. I mean, my thing is, it's not about being a certain body type, you know, because you got like here in Atlanta, every girl has a butt. Every girl, mm-hmm. damn, damn near. They, you know, you know what they're doing, you know, because at the end of the day, it's something about your hamstrings. They're oh, they not,
0: have specialized exercises to to work your glutes and to make them bigger and all that kind of stuff. Squats. Oh, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah. But I mean, even in general, you um you have to understand that like we are all put here, we're not all gonna be looked the same way. And if we looked in at it the same way, it would be a boring world. Mm-hmm. It would be very boring. Absolutely. And and the thing I believe that people don't understand about them is we're all unique. But the thing about it is, is what, what about you, what can you highlight about you? You're highlighting your attributes that makes you stand out from everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is something you have to find within yourself. You know, even, like I said, even, even women who are bigger, plus, uh, they, they say plus size, they can, they can critique <laughs> themselves and make themselves look good too. Like in general, they just, uh, somebody had said something about Jill Scott and i was just like jill scott was hot jill scott is still hot she's beautiful she is still hot like mm-hmm. i i think i think she is great because what makes it like to me is that not only she has a great beautiful voice she she mm-hmm. she always dresses. has a lot to do with it she mm-hmm. she, she dresses
0: <laughs> no I, mm-hmm. I i was in love with Eartha kit forever
1: oh god Oh, Jesus. Every time I think of her, I always think of Boomerang. Well, so where I I first saw her,
0: I was a huge fan of the Batman television series with Adam West.
1: Yeah, she was Catwoman.
0: Oh, she was. I'm telling you, like, as a kid, I was in love with her. But I will tell you one of my favorite things that she's ever done Mm -hmm. was The Emperor's New Groove. Oh wow! Do you remember she was in that? She was the the one that was trying to take the. I need to watch that. I only seen it one time. There's a there's a line in that where she goes, "I know. I'll turn him into a flea, a harmless little flea. Then I'll put that flea inside of a box. Then I'll put that box inside of another box. And then I'll mail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it
1: with a hammer.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, like the best fucking. But yeah, I mean voice has a lot to do with it
1: oh yeah 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 i think i think voice you know and and at the same time it's it's also you know just in general you know like i said how how do you how you work your frame how what 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 you put on what what what, what are you bringing out today are you, are you are you bringing out your eyes today are you bringing out your your smile today what something how how are you how highlighting your attributes you know that's what I say with Jill Scott Jill Scott knows like a, she has curves okay i'm aware of this but she never doesn't she doesn't go out of her her her, her she doesn't step out of her limit like she mm-hmm. knows like okay I, I can rock this or i can do this or maybe i need to lose weight here maybe i need to pick up weight here she does
0: she does it all The, the sexiest thing in a woman is, is her confidence. It's no different than the sexiest thing in a man. All day. When you can step to somebody and, and you know that you're supposed to be in that spot right there, right now, and you convey that with body language, it's going to translate. And, and I've met people in all shapes and sizes and, and I feel kind of sorry for anybody that, you know, well, I have a type, they've got to be five foot six. They got to be this, they got to be that, mm-hmm. you know, these are the measurements. This is the hair color, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, why limit yourself? I mean, just be open to meet people. Yeah. And, and, you know, when somebody, you know, some people can be born with great cosmetically you know, yeah, you know, great bone structure, great genetics, and, yeah. right, all yeah. that stuff. But that doesn't inherently make you attractive. That's true. And you know, I I've <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody that I was like, holy shit and then they open their mouth.
1: Oh man. Pew! Oh man. All the time. Like holy shit. All the time. People don't understand like
0: Unlike the other day. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Oh my God, Conver- no. conversation is stimulating but at the same time is it's what you say like mm-hmm. i mean it's been plenty of times when we was at the store together and i would see somebody and i'm like oh man mm-hmm. i'm like okay she got the look okay mm-hmm. okay she got it okay how y'all doing mm. and then she's like messed up sometimes and then like she'd say you know i'm like in my mind i'm like I want to say can, can you read but like, what, what, what do you you know mm-hmm. i mean in general and then at the same time some people don't understand your conversation tells a lot about you oh, like yeah. do you you know if you can only sit there and talk about yourself about how you look then that's all you got to say that's <clears throat> you don't have that much to offer no at you know? all i mean in, in in general i mean that's the one thing i think a lot of people don't understand where they lack is you know don't get me wrong we're 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 we're, we're creatures we're gonna physical features is always gonna be the first thing we see of course i mean that's what that's what the game is that's just that's what life is anyway but there again
0: give it give a shit about your appearance mm -hmm. you know maybe don't show up for a date and flip-flops and pj bottoms you know what i'm saying like you know you don't have to necessarily be an adonis you know or a glamour model Mm -hmm. you know but jet
1: magazine (laughs) okay
0: if if you give a shit about your appearance if you you know you put yourself out there that you care about how you you look
1: yeah yeah i mean and i'm
0: not talking any style in particular yeah
1: yeah i I just mean give a shit that's all i mean i walk out here like this i'm like what up star wars what's up and you know some oh, i don't know about that shit
0: you're a fine looking young man Mm. why thank you can you so special
1: now, now, like, remember, remember <laughs> Porky Pig? He up now, 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 stop! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Oh shit! No, but but in, in, but in general, you know, I mean, I think a lot of you know, women nowadays now they feel that they have to, because you know, with men we just go, out, and put on a shirt, I'm mm-hmm. going outside. That's us. Women, they will get dressed down because. They're not only trying to look good for themselves, but they feel like they have to compete with the next woman, mm-hmm. and 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 that's something where I'm like, it's bad, but it's good because it's showing you that hey, you're gonna step out, you're gonna try to be your best, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to worry about competing with somebody else because regardless, the way it's supposed to go in the book of LL Cool J, a man doesn't choose a woman, a woman. Chooses man, one love, baby.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting that if you kind of understand motive, you can really kind of help create better outcomes. So, you know, if if you understand that, you know, women are motivated by certain things; they're right. they're competitive of each other and so on. Right. And you find somebody that's really special to you, let them know it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I I will say that, you know, I, I look for opportunities to tell Erica how incredibly special she is. And it's not to boost her ego. I mean, I just I feel that way. Yeah. But it does help when she gets to hear it. Because I might feel that way, but if I never say it...
1: Yeah, yeah. and plus, you
0: know, like they say women... And I'm not just talking words, I'm talking actions, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you you express, you do certain things, you know. And at the same time, as they say, women need compliments all the time. But...
0: Yeah, and, and so so because i constantly rag on you for giving me the the really good is that what you're doing is trying to give me like a, a passive aggressive dig there
1: no i'm not i you're be. gonna I'm, talk about
0: my socks i'm
1: not i'm not talking about your socks i mean hey you're the one wearing the black and the gray i mean i mean black gray what you trying to do get batman to come along I, I don't know but either way i'm batman oh god oh god <laughs> really <laughs> really so we're, we're going to do this battle right now with Vader and Batman. <laughs> you know, that's happened online,
0: right? Vader and Batman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a YouTube video. You can YouTube it up
1: and somebody like. Yeah. They do those weird fights and stuff like that. i seen like Homer Simpson go up against Peter Griffin one time. I was like, what the hell? But yeah, but that's just creativeness, you know? Yeah. If, if you had two fights that you could go to, one of them was Homer Simpson
0: and Peter Griffin. And one of them was Vader versus Batman. Which would you show up to?
1: I'm going to see Vader. Vader going to take that. Psh,
0: Peter Griffin lost too. I guarantee.
1: Well, uh, yeah, of course you know Homer when, it, when it's food involved. I don't know, you know, but you know Griffin get down too now. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Cheat, <laughs> 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 <You know. laughs> <laughs> Lewis. Let me just playing. But um, in, in general, you know, just with women, I just. I feel like that, you know, it shouldn't compete, but at the same time, they should be, you know, they well, should be more, more, you know, more, you know, complete with themselves. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, regardless of how much you, you want to dress and you want to put on and and look a certain way to, to appeal to a certain type, you're never going to get true happiness unless you're happy with yourself first. Mm-hmm that's Um, it
0: you you've got to understand your own self-worth you you
1: you have to you have to understand you know your worth and at the same time you have to understand what you want and where do you want to go with it Mm -hmm. you know and at the same time in this day and age now it's it's not the same where like when my parents are you know when they were dating whatever and they made that accident on one night that came out to be me but um yeah um it's not like when two people They meet each other, you know. Unless, like, you know, like an old school song, you know, a slow jam. They dance and fell in love on a slow jam. It's not like that anymore. It's Mm -hmm. now. It's all about what do you have, what can you do for me. They don't. No one's taking the time to say, "You got this, I got that." Let's come together. Let's, Let's 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 build something together. Because once you build something together like that, I believe that also makes the bond even, even you know, more stronger. You know, not. Not the fact of you're trying to do something, but at the same time, you, you, you're you going through the ups and downs together, the mm-hmm. ins and the outs, and, and, and you, you're able to, to tough it out. And then you look back years ago and say, remember when we didn't have, but look at us now.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, Erica and I are very much in that situation at the moment. And, you know, it's if it's the same for, for a person, it's the same for a relationship. Right. You know, adversity, challenge difficulty they build character yeah well it builds character in a relationship too you know on a previous issue you had you had said that i talked to my wife a certain way
1: that's Um, right um
0: you know and and she laughed hysterically when she watched it she beats him well but that's requested so shit (laughs) well you don't really request that kind of stuff you just you know act badly and then get punished well, you know what I am talking about, don't you?
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you like the vips. Oh my God. You like the
0: spankings.
1: I was thinking. You like the poop playing. plague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can incorporate your fingers if oh, you're a good Jesus. boy. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not doing more fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to do this from here on out it's that's
0: it it, you know but that reputation is getting you away from the uh the promo reputation
1: there's an asshole that came back there he is
0: i i can't remember because we're so we were stacked up with with episodes for a bit did we talk about episode nine or have we already recorded that before the incident on the road
1: Oh, God. Um, okay,
0: so I I, I want to tell this, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Get it <laughs> out there. At least from my perspective. Get it out there. <clears throat> so when I was the biggest asshole in the world, and I made Ken read a very, very embarrassing promo um, that's still haunting him somewhat, um, I, I guess his coworker or one of his coworkers, um, had made a comment the next morning. And, um, they said,
1: Hey, small penis, how you doing? And I was just like, what is this? I'm, I'm at, I'm, I'm at work. I mean, I just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you. Hey, wood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and I guess there was some doubt as to whether we're like this outside of the podcast. <laughs> and, uh, I'm driving home from work the other day and, uh, I work about 60 miles away from my house and I'm driving up the road and, uh, I guess it was three lanes at that time. And I go out on the left lane and I pass this truck and never thought twice about it. And, get in front and head on down. It cuts down to two lanes and I get up to an intersection. I'm like three cars from the light and there's two lanes. Then there's a, a strip like a, you know, that's got the stripe part in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then two more lanes for a left turn. And this big truck comes pulling up beside my car and the door opens and I look over and see Ken and he leans out and he goes, hey, don't you ever cut me off? And I looked at him and went, don't you have a small penis? And he goes, fuck you. And he slams the door and drives away. And I'm crying in my car. I'm like, it's, it's fucking killing me. And he was with you at the time, right?
1: Well, that was well, that, that guy just named, he, he wasn't with me. He was on a oh, different okay. route. Now, this other guy who was with me, he actually is subscribed to the show and he watches. Because um, you saw me pass you. Yeah. And yeah. you knew it was me. Yeah, I, I was sitting there. I was just talking to him and it's just crazy. I was just talking to him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, man, I go up this way and, and I, this is where we like do the show at. And he was like, man, really? I was like, yeah, man. I said, yeah, man, my buddy lives up here. And all of a sudden, there's his car who just cuts me off right in front. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, dude, it's him. He's like, no way. So... I go pull up on the side <laughs> and pretty much what he said how I did it was actually how it happened <laughs> and and he's yeah and my and the guy who was inside right with me he was dying laughing he was like "Yo, all I really like this I was like yes it's like there's no there's there's no uh scripted there's nothing this is how we this are and because you told the story I owe you a fuck you Asshole, there you go. I owe that to you, you know. That was, you know, but it was just, this is crazy how that happened. I was just, I mean, <clears throat> I was talking word for word, and all of a sudden, you just, yeah. You know. I was like, what the fuck?
0: And then I found out when I got home that you had actually sent me a voice message before you had actually pulled up. Mm hmm. That's, That's right. right. Saying yeah. the same thing. Don't you ever cut me off? <laughs> yeah. if he mean, just swerve in front of me. It was just like, it was nothing. And it's just
1: sitting in there. Just, I pull up on him. He's sitting there with just cigarette, just,
0: <sighs> you know, I did think about you when I passed the truck, but I, the, the odds that it was you was like I'm overwhelming.
1: Fucking, I'm fucking amazed myself. I'm so just I like, just didn't even think that it would be you. I just yeah. saw
0: the truck and you know, Oh, Ken drives one of those. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't
1: even look, and I can, once again, this proves how much Carlin is an asshole. He cuts people off. That's what he does. I am not the best driver.
0: I will tell you, I am a very skilled driver with almost zero patience.
1: You're skilled at cutting people off,
0: and and I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna at least say that it's because I have to exhaust so much patience at work that when I get on the road, I am a fucking maniac. Like
1: maniac, maniac. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Oh god.
0: Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm that dude that'll like I'll be riding in your in the fast lane and you're not passing anybody and there's nobody in fuck in front of you what the fuck are you doing up there you fucking cocksucker and that's that's basically my drive home
1: yeah that's just that's not only that but the way you said the cocksucker and everything was a representation of how white people are in traffic Why? why is it gotta be because the way you said cocksucker that's just the way you said it it's just it's so a movie like in the movie they do it like that you cocksucker it's just was funny i just had to point so it I was, out i
0: was being stereotypical
1: no you've just i'm it, so ashamed i i know but it was just the way you said it and watch you're gonna watch a movie watch one from the 80s preferably mm-hmm. in the early 90s we watched weekend at bernie's recently oh that was my shit man That dude was great. That movie is so implausible. Hey, you know what? It's a great movie, but it's some bullshit. If I was working on the freaking set, I'd have been pissed. Because the whole time, this man made more money than them. And all he did, they had to do was carry his fucking ass around and play that. That is some bullshit. You give me all these lines and his ass is just there just... Yep. that's all he fucking did and then in part 2 was some bullshit too how did they even have a part 2 but it worked was he not decomposing at that point it worked because when he heard the music Bernie
0: just and
1: he get up and you know in the NBA right when they do like they when they score and they do like this and they lean back and stuff they're, they're mimicking Bernie are they really that's what the, that's what it really comes from holy shit yeah but Bur- Weekend at Bernie's that was my shit the second one was my shit but it, the fact of it is we need to point out the fact of y'all owe my man y'all owe what's his name McCartney well I can't think of his name Andrew, Andrew McCartney you owe him some more fucking money because the fact of it is he, he carried
0: that movie he carried
1: him. he carried yes. him around
0: he carried no, he him he carried that movie he
1: carried him around and carried the star around and the star all he did was just do, ain't do shit mm-hmm. but the dude who played bernie he's a great i liked him i liked him when he was in the uh mannequin too he was he was great he was great in that too yeah he was like count something in there and it's it like yeah i that's right people I watch a lot of movies. That I, I watched that shit. That was it was great. You know, the first mm-hmm. one was way better. But oh, yeah. the, the first, first one mannequin? was the shit. And then you know, the song, you know, you know Now uh who
0: is the girl in that? She um, was uh what's her Kim name? Cattrall. Kim Control. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. The first you know, the first one had the nothing's gonna stop us now. Mm-hmm. this like my sister told me she's like if you ever get she's like, if you ever get married, I'm gonna hold up a stereo and then be right there playing that shit. And I was just like, You are and she looked at me and she blinked like this twice. I said, you going to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be there just, mm, all that I need is you. That's right. And, you know, I might turn around, you're all that I want to do. <laughs> you know, Because, like I said, I listen to a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. You know. I'm fucking
0: nuts you know I'm done I'm done
1: I'm done, done. alright I gotta get that out yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, like I said i listen to a little bit everything man so it's that's, that's, that's the shit though yeah it's a shit and then you know and then I hated that my dude when he had died, when I found he had died of cancer, that played Hollywood in there. Oh really? Yeah, he died. He died years ago. But uh he was a great actor. He he made me believe when I was younger when I watched, I was like, this dude is really gay. But that's great acting. When they make you believe something or mm-hmm. you hate a certain character, like everybody hated the queen in Game of Thrones. But Cersei? Cersei, you had to, I gave it up to like, yo, I hate you. I hate this character. Mm-hmm. That means you did a great fucking job. Mm-hmm. that's what it means, Yep. you know? So, um,
0: you know, I'm a, a Frasier fan.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And uh, I consider myself a fan. I, I consider myself mental for Frasier. Um, it was on Netflix for a long time and she would just continually just burn through the episodes. And and it was kind of one of those things for her, like, the show is brilliant. It's, I mean, Kelsey Grammer, the cast was a lot of people from theater. Yeah. Um, you know. He's a great
1: writer, though. The,
0: the dad was actually a British actor. Mm. Um, and and the guy that played his brother, Niles Crane, um, is a fantastic actor. Um, but he's, he's gay. But... When he played that character, it's kind of interesting because both Fraser and Niles were very gay in their mannerisms and and right, their right. interests and yeah. theater and all these things. And there were a lot of jokes about, you know them kind of being on that line, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And yet the undercurrent of that show didn't start this way, but it it kind of developed very quickly into this love affair. Between Niles and and Daphne, and the show was on for eleven seasons. In the first season, he, um, they had established that he was infatuated with her, and their chemistry on screen was so good that the writing continued to deepen that relationship. Right. To by the time they got to season seven they were, I think season seven or season eight, they were actually, you know, starting to get together or like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so, um, you know, it ultimately the season 11 finale, um, is, uh, you know, Fraser leaving to go to San Francisco yeah, and, yeah. you know, uh, Niles and, and Daphne have had their first kid and his dad gets remarried and, you know, everybody's lives are restarting and so on. Right. So, but, um, you know his his performance in that, and the chemistry that they have, there are moments in that show that will like really kind of knock you out, and and so to that point, that's I mean yeah incredible actor.
1: I um I um, David
0: Hyde Pierce by the way is is his name I, I didn't mention. I it, can't
1: but. never get this dude name right, but I love the man. How did you, uh, how, how how I met your mother. Um, he played. He played Barney. He, but when he was younger, he played the uh, Doogie Howser, M.D. Yeah, man. Um, I can't think of his name to save my life. Oh, he's fantastic. People he at also, home, if you know it
0: say it into the camera (laughs) you know the funny thing is when I watch these with Erica and we go through these where we can't remember she's like yelling at the TV I'm sitting beside her and she's yelling at the TV hoping that we'll figure out the answer because of her yeah you know but but he also did uh, a version of Lemony Snicket's yeah and uh, it's, it's incredible
1: and you know what I'm gonna be honest with you I never thought like to see somebody like did Jim Carrey do it and I was like, "Okay, Jim, you did your thing." But him to come along and do it in a series, I was like, "You did your thing, man." Right. He he made it work, but yeah. But him and and uh, How I Met Your Mother was great. Every time he go, "We're going out. It's time to suit up." I was like, "Oh shit!" And he go ahead and he go and go ahead and go in and pull women.
0: Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. I, I, I looked it up because I knew that was going to just drive yeah. me nuts.
1: He 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 was great in that. I yeah, he's the,
0: great in just about anything. I
1: loved my undercover brother when they was like, No one calls me Sissy and he just goes <laughs> off. And he starts like he takes his dude's head and then busts it busts up and then Dage feels like, ah oh, if it was me, I would rip the spine out of his ass, you yeah. know. But he's a great he's a great actor. He played and,
0: himself in Harold and Kumar. Right? Yeah. Didn't he? Uh, yeah. And he like killed some prostitutes at a at a brothel or something or they were shooting at him or something crazy
1: I, I, I think that's another thing with acting that's great is is the fact of when you see actors be something out of their 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 element of what they what they normally do mm-hmm. and i think that was the show and i haven't sat down and fully watched it um you guys are showing me that um what's his name from snl um produced the show with um what's his name um was it the
0: um the documentary series the documentary series yeah, so the fact
1: that you got to see other actors big actors right come in here and play these other roles and and that's why i always love uh tropic thunder for that
0: right so it's um portlandia yeah. um god we are fucking terrible with names today
1: yeah, yeah it's just i mean look look I, I, look I got off work came over here i'm a little tired I mean, I, I see. You know, you know. Usually, your ginger beard is kind of curly. It's straight today. It means you're tired. But anyway, um, but the fact of is is that when you see actors like that, like mm-hmm. I said, Tropic Thunder, when I saw Matthew McConaughey run around and just "I got you, Tivo," oh, I was like, dude, that's my shit. Because the fact that you don't get to see you see them in so much roles that are serious and and they have to be this way, uh, and it's like nah. But and that's another reason why I love. Um, uh, adam sandler jack nicholson anchor management because mm-hmm. you got to see jack jack is always known to be this guy and that one scene Deep where he's actor. sitting up there he's like i like my toast and and two scrambled eggs and the next thing you know adam does it and he just sits over there and he's looking at him adam walks away and he just picks at the eggs and i sat over easy mm-hmm. now why did i do that and uh, it's like <laughs> what the hell but mm-hmm. at the same time I love that. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that the see of them out of their element, you know?
0: I like actors when actors can portray themselves, but totally, like, not how they would be, right? What was that end-of-the-world movie? Like, Michael Sarah was in it, and Seth Rogen and a bunch of other people. The end. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you've got all these people, like, that are supposed to be themselves, but, like, you yeah. know, it's, I guess what you would assume that person is like in real life at like if you were going for the worst yeah so to speak you know what i mean like
1: yeah the guy like um yeah i think you said his name yeah he was in um michael Sarah. yeah yeah when he was in the in the in the the,
0: super bad yeah
1: when he was in there in that bathroom doing coke and all that stuff and i was just like
0: get the i was like really he was in arrested development as well yes which was was. such a fantastic show
1: i mean you know what i mean jason
0: bateman's incredible
1: (laughs) like anything that guy does is is quality it is it's really all about you know one thing about you know acting and all that when i like years ago i i took like acting classes and stuff and more so it's all about you really can you do this can you can you switch can you turn things on turn things off can you kind of speak you know like her um by acting um the actress lady the actress teacher um she passed away now she played odessa in uh, the heat of the night oh cool um deborah calloway duke okay um she goes around the room. This is years ago. Um, this is when Tariq Alexander. He used to be like a famous model. He wrote for um, Stephanie Mills. Uh, the song "I Feel Good All Over." Um, he used to have his mansion here, but he moved back to New York. But anyway, he used to have this thing called "System." The system within, and he would have like actors in industry come by. Hey, you want to you, you want to learn how you know act? This, that the third, come and I'll have such such here. So I did it for like two sessions, whatever like that. First one was with her, and she's literally like going around the room, and she starts talking. She's like, she starts talking in Jamaican accent, and starts talking to somebody else. She goes, somebody else speaks something like this. She comes to me, she starts talking like talking like in a British accent, mm-hmm. and she was like, "How are you doing today?" I am "I'm doing fine." She was like, "Oh, oh, we, we, we can talk." Me and her spent like five minutes, like just going back and forth, right? You know, and and, and the general thing is, and then she switches to something else and like i can't think of what it was but i kind of i kind of went with a little bit, and she was like ah you gotta she was like yeah raise your voice a little bit like you know you know it's it here and, and there like that but she was like yeah and she pulled me to the side like everybody else is like going and she was like you know um you just play with it and i was just like how you know she's like you've been clowning all day in here i was like yeah so like you know but she was saying in general she's like that's the kind of beauty of it mm-hmm. is see them they're trying to act they're just trying too hard you kind of have to play with the role yeah and you know when you have somebody who can really do that like they like the, all those actors does like that's why I like when Robert Downey Jr. was playing the was playing the black man in there that was funny mm-hmm. like, and it, what, what makes it the best is <clears throat> the fact of you see him as his him just his whole persona he's nothing like he is on screen and that's when he's like playing iron man any like tony starks he's he's just that hey guys how you doing like that's him and it's like right this is iron man this ain't iron man <laughs> but that's him you know you know
0: i think <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to be a method actor and mm-hmm. and i i understand the the approach to method acting um but there's also i guess some danger to method acting you know like heath ledger and you know you get things like that where people just get too down the rabbit hole with a character but yeah I think when when you start reading scripts and I'm not an actor I've never put out for anything so I'm talking out of my ass but when you're reading for a script and and you um, say okay well this is a Scottish person so I'm just gonna read it with a Scottish accent you're not really acting. If you start to understand what motivates that character and all those kind of things. Yeah. And then try to figure out how you're going to be that character outside of, of the script. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I like to, when I'm trying to do a voice, I don't want to do a catchphrase from somebody. I want to be able to just sentence structure on the fly in that voice right right. yeah so when you look at like um johnny depp doing hunter s thompson and fear and loathing you know when when you're looking at you know people that nail not just a voice but mannerisms yeah and and an approach to the voice that sounds legit you know like brad pitt in um Oh, it was the movie that came after Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels?
1: Oh God, don't get me started. There's so many Brad Pitt movies. You like Dax? Oh God,
0: that's me. Man, I want to care about I know what he's for.
1: Yeah, you can tell. Like, like he, can... he went
0: deep with his yeah, Irish yeah, can... accent. Yeah, you know it wasn't your typical "Hey, big guy, we're a saint of life." Oh. You know, he he actually yeah. like you know studied how they speak. Yeah, it's just um, it, it makes such a huge difference, like him, to that kind of the depth of the performance. Uh,
1: Jamie Fox, him playing Ray, but the only thing about him mm-hmm. is though he kind of had to cheat. There is the reason why I say that. Mm-hmm. He actually, he actually was around Ray Charles before he even died. Before, while how was is that in, cheating though? I mean, because. Everybody else, most of the the people that they 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 you know they act as, mm-hmm. most of them are gone. So they have to go off the footage that they have. But you're you're actually still alive to be around with the man. And even the best part I, I love about it, even though it was kind of me like a cheat, like hey you you kind of had it. You, you you were right there. You had the chance to be with that man. So, but there was a um, deleted scene. Well, actually, of him and Ray Charles sitting up there, and and Jamie was playing on the piano trying to play a tune, but basically playing Ray Charles music. Right. And Ray's just over in the corner like, you're doing it wrong, son. You're doing it wrong. Like he could tell like you're hitting the keys too hard. Right. And then all of a sudden Ray Charles gets up and starts playing and he's sitting there and Ray Charles is talking and you see Jamie trying to, he's just mimicking the way he, he's rocking. And then mm-hmm. I was like, you lucky mo-. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> so I don't think that's cheating. I think that's just having extra sources available. Um, You know, it's, um, it would be cheating if, if they had overdubbed somebody else's voice because he couldn't (laughs) get the, the, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I just think he had an extra advantage in doing that. And you know, that's particular to, to doing an impression versus doing, you know, like when, when you're looking at a a character that's in a, a movie and it's an original movie, these characters are all fictional. Yeah. You know, the 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 screenplay or the director saying, This is what I'm looking for in the character, this is the character's motivations, this is you know, then you take that and then you develop something that's not just for the lines, but that you could you can then kind of improv as that character in the moment. Right. I think your performance is gonna deepen.
1: Yeah, I think you know. In general, when it comes to like you know that and method and you know in transitioning, you know acting, it's 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 they're both some work. You know, they right. they really are impressions. Imp- impressions, you know, like you said, is is it's really more so about you know matching the tone, and at the same time, you have to find your tone and like. Kind of play with your tone of how high you can hike. You can go mm-hmm. like I used to walk around the house, and it was like Randy Savage, and I was sitting up there, and I was like, you know, certain key words mm-hmm. that you have to, you know, you know, kind of match, you know, right. And it's like, you know, he, how he goes, oh yeah, like I, I would go, yeah, 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 play yeah. Play around with that, yeah. and my sister was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And I would go, oh yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden I would ramble on, and she, she didn't get it, but now. She's watching it. She's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> well,
0: you know, she actually mentioned um, your your Grandma Elma impression. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, you had actually done that in episode six, right?
1: Six and... Um, and seven... I six, think six, I got you to and, do it and, a bit. Sitting six then and eight, eight. Eight, definitely. Eight,
0: yeah. eight we kind of went off a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, because Gary showed up. Mm-hmm. That's right, Gary. Always coming around. Shit.
0: No, it's such a beautiful day today. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
1: was. It rained a little bit.
0: You know? No, not up here. It was sunny and nice and warm. We're out here in the trees. Hey,
1: nah, it rained and then the sun came back out, man. We're hot as hell. I took my ass back inside.
0: No, it's like a steam bath. It's good for your complexion.
1: It's steam bath, you sure about that? Give get some soap, your ass stink.
0: Mm,
1: I don't like the water. <laughs> you don't like the water? I mean, you don't like to wash your ass.
0: They didn't tell me that a sponge bath had water, too. I've been doing it wrong for years.
1: Uh-uh, y'all, no, you you can not do that, baby. You can't walk around, like uh, you can walk around smell like that. Uh-uh, walk around here by smelling like ass. <laughs> but in general, you know, um... I mean, but it's just the fact of like, you know, and some people, they can just do mimic anybody. They just have that gift. Mm-hmm. And like, like, like I said, my, one of my top impressions, I mean, when people who do impressions is, uh, I going to be Robin Williams. I mean, cause, and the thing about it is he does impressions, but he doesn't like some, some of them, he don't copy anybody. He just, okay, I'm around a Scottish person and he'll sit there and he'll just do it. And then he will just go from there and just make it his own like he'll own the whole thing yeah
0: yeah um I I know he did certain impressions but I always kind of felt like he was just more of a character comic like he just you know yeah but like when you're talking about like Jonathan Winters obviously was was big time into impressions Mm -hmm. yeah um Dana Carvey oh
1: yeah
0: um jim carrey now one of the things i liked and i i know you're a jim carrey fan um but one of the things i liked about his My impressions dude. was he like ended up looking like them like he could manipulate dude. his face in such crazy ways clinton
1: eastwood, clinton eastwood yes and i was like
0: dude and it's like his whole face looking change like, he, he, changed. Was like, yeah.
1: he did that It's crazy Ah uh, man, of course when he does the uh, when he does the nineteen eighty nine Joker, and he just sweated, to get a load of me. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, dude. Like now, did I show you the deep fake? Yeah, yeah. Of him, him. doing
0: um, uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah, from from The Shining. Yeah, that's too bad we don't have my little Funko Pop of of uh, The Shining out here.
1: Yeah, you gotta get that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. but but yeah. So that deep fake. Just kind of made me realize that he could totally do the role. Yeah, he he could do the role because like he does a great Jack anyway. He, he does. But I'd kind of there's a part of me that would want to see him do a remake of that movie, and I'm not a huge fan of remakes. This one I'd be on board for, but if he did it his way and not as a Jack impression.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Just let him let him go. Because I the think.
0: Way. He would make it fucking ridiculously interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just tell just this how you do the movie. We want you to do the movie, okay? We're not giving you room to paint. We don't want you to calm back down. We want you to go out there and be you. Because when he did, what's the movie? Uh, uh, Man on the Moon. Yep. Like he embodied the character. See, now too that's much. where
0: method acting can go wrong. because yeah. it did. It fucked with him he, really bad. It
1: messed him up really yeah. bad and it's it just like it literally took him over like he was just like I was like yo you became him like Andy Kaufman yeah and it was
0: still one of my favorites
1: Andy Kaufman I, you know and, and he got a hate. here I come to save the day you you have to like I said I I, I I, give him the utmost because comedy is is an art within itself and the thing about it is he was ahead of the curve in his moment Mm -hmm. a lot of people didn't get it but it, it you know by the by the end when it was you know pretty much a rap form people understood where he was going with it you know i think certain visionaries certain
0: people that stretch boundaries may not even realize that they're doing it i think you know how you you can look at a profession and and you can say you know like with chefs or something you know yeah um really good at these. I don't do so well at this. You know what I mean? Everybody kind of has their strengths where, you know, even in like, um, you know, really just kind of any profession, but, but in, in those few people that really kind of innovate, sometimes I feel like it's almost like their passion isn't necessarily the thing. hmm. Their passion is the boundaries. The just finding ways of pushing boundaries. I can see that, and it just happens him. to be in this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Andy Kaufman, it was it was that Jimi Hendrix. It was a guitar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <clears throat> and and I think if you had put a computer in front of Jimi Hendrix and that was his interest as a kid, he would have been that dude that you know, you know, founded I, the the next big thing. Yeah, I think it's just it's this motivation to take something and drive it as far as you can drive it you know i mean i could be completely wrong it could be just that jimmy just loved guitar so much and wasn't worried about you know whatever you know people thought and just did whatever he felt
1: i i I think it was that i mean i think he 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 went with what he felt you know in the moment as far as him while playing you
0: know i still think it's a little more romantic to think about people that just you know find something and just have to push a boundary in it
1: well i mean well at the same time i mean in general like you know once again it's kind of like um uh i always say his name prince but you you have these people who are out before you and you're coming up and you're listening to them and not only you figure out how can you play like them but how can you stand out from them so you got to work even harder You got to push the boundary. You got to find out what's going to be about you that's going to be different. Mm -hmm. That's going to stand out just like them. Because, I mean, regardless, there has been plenty of guitarists to come along and do what they do. Right. And they're great. All of them are great. Oh, there's some fantastic ones out there. But when you mention, like I said, Eric Clapton, Mm -hmm. when you mention Hendrix, you mentioned so many people from so many other bands. It's like they're all their own you know freaking and and at the same time it's like man but it's something about those 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 earlier names of Hendrix and Clapton that's that's never going to be forgotten because they did something in music there was something that they the way that they played the way that they you know i mean the way that he would bend the freaking strings on, on the guitar is like unreal and it would still sound good you know mm-hmm. and even even then you with Prince, he, he bent them, but you never saw him Like, he would take the, car, the guitar and throw it real quick and give me another one. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, but in general, the way he would bend it and still pull it off is like, you know, it's like you, you found your own, you know, mm-hmm. what makes you different, you know? Yeah. And that's that's why you he love Hendrix. Well, and...
0: and I think you can kind of look at that with, with anything. I, I just, it's... I think there's got to be something almost like a competitive nature of like you know there are people that want to win a race Mm -hmm. and there are people that want to own the world record yeah 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 you know what i mean like there's something different about an usain bolt or or somebody that you know just you know winning isn't good enough
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean I I wanna
0: smash a world record.
1: Yeah, but I I knew he I knew he was special. When I seen that one clip of him running with no shoes on it was hot as hell outside and his feet looked like it were cooking Mm -hmm. at the bottom, I said, Yo, he's he's got talent, you know. Mm -hmm. When you got when you running like that and at the same time when the police like, nah, I'm good. Like if he was to run from like, nah, I'm not even gonna try to chase him. Let him go. He can have the T V. Whatever. Like he I mean, when you're that talented and that, that that fast, man, I mean it's 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 unreal, you know. But very suddenly do we see people who have that skill mm-hmm. and very suddenly do we see people who 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 try to chase after like that you know mm-hmm. who want to like make a mark you know half the time people just want to get in and get what they can and then be done with it you know right um, but like I said it's very rare that you see special people that will come along and not only get in but show you this is why I I'm here right you know that's like um uh Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. you know pretty much when he found out that you know he had AIDS you know he was just like yo like I'm I still want to put out music I still want to do what I love I'm still gonna put you know I'm gonna still put my best foot forward while I still can't you know and that's somebody who did not only you know make music but he 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 did something in music that changed the way people looked at music. Yeah, you know. absolutely. As far as in his in, in overall, because Freddie Mercury was the shit. Yes, he was the shit. You know, but in general, now I mean, you still have people that are doing that now, but they're not in the front of the camera. Sometimes they're behind it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just in the band, or they're just okay. I'll write this, but you sing that. Right. You know, or I'll play this, but follow that. You know. So it's kind of like, you know, times change, but the drive is still there. It's just people are moving in different directions of it, you know? Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah.
0: I was getting myself, uh, hyped up as I was kind of cleaning around down here. I actually, I pulled something in my back and, uh, no, like I, yesterday or something. I don't, I don't know. I, my back sucks, but, uh. Um, I was down here and I kind of needed to hype myself up to get everything set up and ready. So, uh, I, I started kicking on, um, Biggie and, and, okay. Okay. uh, went, went kind of oh, nineties. Oh man. You know, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Oh
1: God. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: man. Even the original. A reminisce. A reminisce by the I I can't think his name something I think Scott and the Californians or something Mm -hmm. even the original when you're listening to that it is so great because when he comes in and you hear him it is so special in that moment mm-hmm. when you hear it in uh Over overview by Pete rock and Still Smooth, it's actually sped up a little bit right but when you hear him just like he was just thinking you could you could tell when he was playing like he was thinking as he went he was like i was like you were just going but you you didn't know what you did mm. you know but it was so slick wherever, like I said one of my greatest songs forever is going to be Don't Sweat Technique mm-hmm. by Eric B and Rakim yep. but it's something about that that reminisce over you like me and my friends used to have this Like I would have like four controllers hooked up my Playstation 2 NBA Street Volume 2 mm-hmm. when you put it in the first song we played all together we I had just bought it. everybody was over to the house we put it in all of a sudden you hear for all four of us. We all rock in the same way. And we just like, yo, like that's that's like one of the greatest mm-hmm. like ever. Like, you know, I was just like, dude, you're get good stuff like that no more, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always gonna be rap. There's always gonna be, but that sweet air of just pure hip hop is just just it's about it's not only about the production but the words went with it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this the song why like you get, I can hear his head banging on the wall man, in the next room i'm telling you man you don't get good <laughs> you don't get good shit like that no more yeah. man i mean it's just like okay cool this one's
0: a girl let's name her pam damn. same father as the first but you don't you give, give a, a damn. damn you know i mean you mm. don't get
1: that no more you know i mean I wish it could go back to that, but it never will. It never will because everything evolves and goes on. And in my honest opinion, just because it evolves and goes on doesn't mean it's necessarily better. Um, that's the great advantage of perspective.
0: From our perspective. Right. It won't get any better. I mean. But, it's you go- know, it's... it's when, when rock and roll came out, there was a generation of people that said, it didn't get any better than jazz. Of course, yeah. Right? I mean, Count Basie, <sighs> Dave Brubeck, Charlie Parker.
1: Okay, okay, I'll, okay. How are
0: you going to get better than that, right? Yeah. Miles Davis, Bitches Brew. That album is so heady. It's like Mal Davis Inner City Blues. Ugh, I mean, you know, like it just it changes. You know, it's people people listen for different things. You know, we grew up in an era um, where we were at that age, and that was really what was that's that's what was dope. That was you know what I mean, and and so it sticks with you. It's you know it's a arrested development in a sense. Oh god. You know we all go through these traumas in our childhood and in our our adolescence. Everyday people arrested development. <punching passed> <classics>. <ounding>
1: everyday people they don't know man like they don't know man (laughs) it's so much good shit like i
0: mean you know we we go through all these traumas right and and in some ways that the the challenge builds character and and helps you understand how to to get through certain issues and problems etc etc but in other ways you in losing your innocence, you hang on to certain parts of it. Yeah. You know what? And it's, I think it's just instinctual. It's its kind of like, okay, I got to let this go, but this I'm going to hang on to.
1: I, yeah, I mean, but hip-hop, R&B. It's bigger than hip-hop, hip That was a great hop, song, too. Hip, Dead hop. Press, it was a great song, too. But, I mean, there's certain, like, hip-hop, even though it was... It was what it was, but it still had it still had its fun moments, but it had its stories. I mean you know even even my man's even when he came out with with, with a couple of songs, you know he came out and he was a high school cheerleader pom pom, spe- you know I'm talking about Marky mm-hmm. Mark yeah wildside you yep. know but even then it had a beat but it had a, it had a, it had a story you know. That was that was the hip hop of it. That was what it was at one point. It was about storytelling. It was about it was about really about you thinking, you know, thinking about what you're doing in your life in your moment, and 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 be careful how you move. How much of
0: it do you think is um, our our need to be a part of something? So when people look at sports, when people look at being a fan of a band, mm-hmm. you know, any of those kind of things, there's a certain element of it that says, you know, we're part of a group. Right. Right. I'm, I'm part of a collective. It's actually part of what is really from what I understand the difficulty of that guy from the flat, flat earth society. Mm. Pardon me. Um, you know, is from, from what I gather, he knows it's stupid and, but he's, was so enamored with being part of a collective that finally, you know, he was, he was this part of this thing and then rose to this position and, you know, started this huge movement of sorts. And I mean, how do you go back? How do you, how do you turn around and say, no, it's not, it's round. I'm, I was mistaken. Uh, not only are you going to be continually persecuted by the people that knew you were wrong, but then all the people that thought you we're on their side or now, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so what if the music that we stick with is because at that time it's what was popular and we wanted to be a part of something as everybody does. And so that's what you gravitated to. And then that kind of just sticks with you. You're, you know what I mean?
1: I, I can see, I can see why you say that, but there's a difference mm. when music is made through instruments and then when you're using and sampling when you're sampling and you're going back and sampling stuff that had real sound to it and now don't get me wrong they're creating stuff mm-hmm. but they're not even most most of these people are producing now mm-hmm. as far as the hip-hop they can't even play an instrument they just had to have it they just got to have an
0: ear but but what is an instrument? No, no, no. Look, okay. What I mean by that is, how
1: long's a guitar been
0: around? Oh, Neither God. of us are going to know the honest answer to
1: that. Yeah, because it didn't start as a guitar. It started as... A sitar or yeah, something else. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It yeah.
0: developed, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that guy's playing with six strings. That's not fair. All our guitars only had four. You know what I mean? Like... You know before before you know drum machines yeah you had to play a drum kit you know what i mean and then somebody put sounds on a keyboard like a, a an electronic keyboard and you could actually make drum sounds with it and then people mm-hmm. came out with drum sequencers and all that kind of stuff are those not instruments yeah
1: they are, but at the same time... It's a different
0: skill level, I'll, I'll guarantee you that. It's a, but it, it's still a tool to create music. Yeah, it is. Which is ultimately what any instrument is, is a tool to create music, right? And And if a piano is ivory keys, that when you strike them, a lever hits a hammer that hits a string that resonates through a big cavernous wooden body that creates a tone
1: than what's a keyboard. Right. But, but tell me what's better than, then what's, what's better. What's better than, than having somebody over here playing this kind of tune, mm-hmm. somebody over here playing this kind of uh, playing, playing on the drums have somebody here playing this kind of instrument and then all of a sudden you got all these different sounds but they all blend together and they make this great they make this great sound that's just unbelievable Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden now not only is that a great sound but all these people they created jobs for themselves within that moment and this is entertainment this is entertainment now you take that away Okay. I even went to the job factor, I know. But either way, which is kind of dumb. But, <laughs> but, but in general, either way, I mean, it's still not better than... I mean, it's still better than some of the stuff now. I mean... So, I think
0: we're going to get into one of those semantics things, and I don't want to go off on a tangent semantically.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is not one of those, so I don't think so. I think
0: what you're talking about is the quality of what's produced, not how it's produced. Right. And wholeheartedly, I would agree that a lot of people that can produce music easily don't put the same kind of quality into it Mm -hmm. than what you would get out of people that have trained in instruments and have worked for years understanding an instrument and, and getting a collective of those people together. So it's not, one person. I mean, you can have a Moby, you know, or or you know somebody. Michael Jackson used to write a lot of every part and get mm-hmm. all that stuff organized before he ever brought it to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have Prince did the same. You you could have, you know, those type of situations. But um, I think ultimately, it doesn't really matter what tools you use, and and that goes for hip hop as well. You know, if the tools that you use are sounds that you've grabbed from other things and you incorporate it in a way that, you know, stuns you like, don't sweat the technique or, you know, reminisce,
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah, those are still my greats. But in general, when you hear a band, when you hear, like I said, when you hear Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. It was so many people; it looked like they were having a freaking barbecue. Parliament Funkadelic was like that too. Dude,
0: but yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, but, but in a lot of cases, those were the exception. I mean, you know, when when you got into popular like modern music, um, obviously you had huge jazz ensembles. You had, you know, classical, you know, orchestras and things like that where you would get a ton of people together. I can't necessarily say it's better or worse than Mm -hmm. something else. You know, I've heard three piece bands that not only wrote incredible music, but sounded like they were, you know, there's a band called Muse. You ever heard of them? Yes. Yes. So they, um, they kind of, in some ways had a queen aspect to the theatrics, to their music. Mm-hmm. And they were a British pop rock band. I I'm, I say were. I don't know. They're probably still around. Um, but I had really gotten into them. Three piece. Left handed drummer. And, and a sick drummer. Um, but I wondered how. Because they had piano, guitar, bass, and drums in their songs. Right. And I'm like. Okay, so when they perform live, they've got to have, like, somebody else. Because on the albums, it's the lead singer who does the guitar and the keyboard. Got to see them live. Holy shit. This guy would come out and, like, rock the shit out of this guitar. Just singing, blah, blah, blah. Take the guitar, and, and he would, like, throw it off of his shoulder throw it off the side of the stage some stage hand would catch it boom he was on the piano just killing the piano part right stand up guitars coming in throw it over his shoulder and just right back into it ridiculously amazing until the fifth song happened
1: my man my man Prince
0: he used to do it too yeah the fifth song happened mm-hmm. and apparently when he was catching the guitar the guitar head the the you know at the top yeah caught him in the upper lip he goes to start singing in the mic. And Eric and I are like right down front. Like a blood just starts coming and he can't form any words because his lips split just right bleep, down. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, so he literally like split his lip apart. And so he couldn't, he couldn't form any words. And he just sat there spitting blood at people for a second and then he stopped playing and he turned around and they had to stop the show. But three piece band. Unbelievably full sound, incredibly talented. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not knocking bands. Just
0: be be more focused on quality. There's tons of crap out there. You got to filter through it. There is. You know, you gotta you gotta wade through the bullshit to find quality
1: shit. But it's out there. Yeah, it's it's out. It's, it's out there. It's out there. And 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 the thing I don't like right now that a lot of them are doing. Like they're 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 doing all these like versus stuff and and the new versus one that's coming out is actually it's going to happen. You were happen. telling me about this, and then I heard
0: somebody else was was saying something about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ti tried to challenge 50 Cent and <laughs> and lost. Right. Well, uh, they didn't even battle. They didn't, It's not happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Then are not, But they do have a real feud, and it's just back and forth. And now it's like back on again. But um, the newest one that's actually going to happen, July twenty second, is going to be DMX versus Snoop Dogg. That's a tough one. We know who the ultimate winner no, is going to be. What
0: I mean, what are the criteria though? That's in double O P. Well, I know. I mean, you can't you can't discount No, you can't discount DMX
1: because DMX has well, made some great stuff. He, well, he's had some big hits. Mhm. But, but what you really want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um <laughs> but uh he's not gonna get past Snoop Dogg's first album. Doggy style. It's not gonna get past it. So I mean, what's the criteria for these battles? Cause you told be me
0: like Ludacris went up against somebody. L- L- and
1: Ludacris went against Nelly. It's it's about the hits. N- Nelly. So like like sales? Well, or like well basically they play their songs like oh basically they're playing their hits and they might play other songs that was known too but overall the reason why nelly won because nelly still had the hits people don't understand hot in here uh a uh, country grammar um i was never a nelly fan um the one song he did with uh tim mcgraw all in my head like they went they went through they went through um seriously
0: hanging out with them country
1: boys i see yeah i mean Uh. you know um (laughs) you you can't beat that now i wish that the old heads like a lot of old heads was alive i would do like like if i was steve wonder i'd be blind and shit i challenge ray charles you know see now
0: why you gotta go blind guy against blind guy
1: hey hey they won't find each other think about they won't be no violence they won't fight you know, I mean they they probably you know, like they probably hit each other, they probably trip and fall over the pianos. But either way, and Steve Warren is my dude. Like I I, I, I generally love like, Steve Warren. I don't know the how He's
0: ridiculously talented.
1: He is ridiculously talented and the songs that he has wrote, Songs the Key of Life, Overjoy, freaking um um Who in the hell Oh that's your puppy. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> who in, who um, yeah. like, what is who, that noise? Who in the hell? Did he sleep with it to make him see this shit like dude how you how you writing about these women you you got to be lying to the world i think i think he'd be like this in public and then like when the door closes and they get him like in the in the change room he just he just does like this, like they gone <laughs> Stop. i'm just saying <laughs> but in general like that would Damn, be a good messed up. that would be a good versus like you know what i'm saying it would be like you know something like that but once again we'll never get that you know but those people that make those songs like those bands you know in every form like you know but we'll never get half of the stuff so
0: who judges those like i i I haven't seen these
1: um basically it's like on instagram or something everybody tunes in and i don't know who does the judging but um like they did one for like reggae it was like beanie man versus bounty killer and it was so crazy it was funny as hell because were, Snow wasn't in there. Man, no, no. And farm. Oh you know, my Sibetan god. Going on oh
0: my god. I like it, g- boom boom now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus, that was a one hit wonder right there. Hey, when people hear it, you know, and, and it was back in the day. So everybody was seeing the video. He'd be in the doing like this. Everybody be in there doing like this. Do I did like that totally and, for Erica. Yeah.
0: You know. Oh God. Okay.
1: But it was it was a funny. It was a great. It was it was great because you saw two people reggae play and they played their stuff. Mm -hmm. But the funniest shit ever was in the middle of it, the Jamaican police came in there and Beanie Man's like in the camera like, like people, we're going to perform. And then he's like, the other dude, Bouncy Killer, he's hard ass, he left like, oh shit, I got warrants. And all of a sudden he grabs the mic, he's like, he's like, killer, killer, (laughs) come back here right now. (laughs) And like, this shit is so funny, y'all can check this shit out. You will die laughing. Like the songs was, the the songs were banging oh. and, and Beanie Man won the battle overall because Beanie Man was actually the one who really like crossed over <laughs> and actually made hits because people people don't remember. He actually worked with For Real. He actually did, um had a song with Janet Jackson. But he, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which she, she, she's very nice in person. Yeah, she is. She's cool. <sighs> but, uh, <sighs> I just need a moment. No. Mm-hmm. All the times. <laughs> okay. Nasty, nasty boy. <laughs>
0: no, I'm telling you that that other album when she was in the jeans and little okay, she was Velvet out Road? on the beach.
1: The, the, oh. the album was it? Oh no, Janet was Janet. I Janet, need another minute. Janet oh. is still a beast right now. Okay. I would Janet her Jackson any day. Mm-hmm. Me, quick. Mm -hmm. you know i don't care oh she's like you know i can't i can't move like you used to how is it all them jacksons came out fucked up except for her you know what i I think i think her her fucked up was a different kind of fucked up you know i I think honestly what happened was (laughs) they didn't you see
0: what it happened was that's my favorite like beginning to any story
1: they didn't lace her weed so that's why everybody else came out kind of fucked up except her she was smoking regular was normal she went afterwards oh, i'm hungry i'm gonna get you some cheese they went looking for shit out in the yard to eat. they were fucked up
0: but, but i tell you joe fucked that family up big joe, time
1: look here joe between joe and ike right, turner they need to have a versus battle
0: <laughs> i don't think that's the same kind of battle
1: uh, they need to see, nah, they need they need to have they need to pick a child each way pick a child and, uh, <laughs> pick a child they need to pick a child and see who, who whoop that ass or a woman because i don't care if nobody say joe just went beating he wasn't beating the, he wasn't just beating the jackson five <laughs> mm-hmm. i promise you he wasn't mm-hmm. you yeah. know but i would say in general between you know joe like you know and mike he just you know my dad used to beat me he used to beat me all the time and He killed my rat named Ben. Man, that rat Ben dead, I'm trying to tell you. That's probably like the 25th rat that done died in that house. You know, in general, you got all them kids in there. Everybody just ain't eating their food in the kitchen. Trust me, rats was running around, roaches and shit. I'm trying to tell you right now. Like, and he made the song about it. Yeah, my rat, my rat named Ben. I miss Ben. You a grown ass man, Mike. Like, that's That's Mike still my dude. dude. He's still my dude. Oh yeah, musically. He mm. he, he he's he's a he's a badass. Yeah. He's a badass, and I always will like respect Mike. I still respect Prince. I I joke about all of them, but at the end of the day, I'm still playing Michael oh, Jackson. Joke and, about anybody? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. I like I said, even when we picked at George Michaels, you got to have faith. You know, like in in general, yeah, you do. Even when you got your pants down in the bathroom, so you know you, you might have to faith that you. uh... I think you need a little extra faith. Yeah, just in case, so you can so you can um glory hole can be dangerous jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta have faith but in general i like all of them he, uh, even my man one hit wonder stevie winwood with higher love i i like him too was he a one hit wonder to me he was like that was his just because
0: da- that's the only hit that you know of doesn't mean he was a one hit wonder i listen
1: to other stuff he had but but it's something about the higher love the way like, like every time i hear right, like,
0: you're making me pull my phone i want to go
1: here. i want to go on a beach and, and like a palm, uh, and stand by a palm tree and with, with the palm tree shirt on and just and you know and just take it hi higher oh. you know. I said I just want to do that. My man was my man was off the chain too back in his day. Uh, my man was badass though. David Bowie he was a bad motherfucker. David Bowie was a bad motherfucker. You know, DC's tone to ground control. I'll be
0: back in the house again. Man,
1: yeah. But it wasn't like how I love, though.
0: Don't you know what the night can do? The finer things. Yeah. The night train.
1: Yeah, but 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 was it? But 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 did it touch everybody like higher love? See, that level was very high. He had a bunch of hits. That's what you're, the song you're said. Crazy. But that's what One the song hit said. One he was a one hit wonder. I mean, in general, You're think about a one it. one hit wonder. What, what is the most. What is the. What is, <laughs> what is the most one. I'm saying, but what is the most he's going to be known for? It's always going to be higher love. Well, I mean, come on.
0: I mean. That's like saying Madonna's going to be known for Vogue.
1: Madonna's going to be known more for Hoenn than she is anything else. <sighs> Shoot, why do you think she made it some Holiday? That means she was going to get fucked on a holiday. What yeah, you think? She
0: followed it up with a song about. Teen pregnancy and keeping the baby. That's
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> now you're getting on the same page. Now you see the shit as I'm I'm telling you now.
0: Uh, all right, I think Thank we've you. degraded this podcast. No, as we far have as not we degraded
1: it. I haven't even got started with Forrest Gump. A lot of people don't even realize it. Okay, you got to think about it, Forrest Gump. Remember, remember, Jenny had told him. I had. I had, She didn't say it, but she let him know he had. She had AIDS Forrest got that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and was, and the movie went off. How do you know he got it? He got that shit. How do you know? Look here, stupid is you a stupid. Don't know. Does look here? You don't know. What? For what? What role? He had a child. Well, of course,
0: but that doesn't mean he was automatically going to get. Damn AIDS. it, he got it. He could have been a carrier. He died. What if he was just a carrier?
1: Forrest, look here. And then the, the comment you made earlier about what if you do something and then you like about the eye, but the earth is flat and he changes his mind and say, no, the earth is round. Okay. Like that. When he finally does that, remember Forrest Gump was running, he was running across country and everything. And all of a sudden he just said, I want to go home now. Same okay. shit. No. Yes, it is.
0: No, yes, I, it is. no, that's not even close. Yes it know. is. You're you're stretching now.
1: Yes it is. I am stretching. <laughs> I am stretching. But back to the back to my main point. Force of oh, force. <laughs> look here. That's why I, look here. He, look, they even thanks to in like yes, tell us. Forrest cup had that shit. He got it, okay? A lot of people want to listen to me. He got it. Damn it. And then another another movie that could have did better. Grease. Oh yeah. Grease could have look here. If you look back at it, the song, when in the beginning, when he was there, they talking about summer days, you know, whatever, you know, really. Tell me more, tell me more. If hey, me, I'd have been my. Did version. she put up a fight? I'd have been like, tell me more, tell me more. Did she give you that mouth? Tell me more, tell me more. Did he go down south? Tell me more, tell me more. That would have been, that, you know, I would have made it better. Okay, that would have been me. But I would love the theme song, Grease, though, because that, that that the, the theme is fire.
0: Sandy, inspired. baby, why, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, why? You left me. And that's another and that's
1: another thing. They called it Grease and they named the car Grease Lightning. Oh, mm-hmm. they made it they made that shit to be the most beautiful thing. And what happened it? Grease lightning got fucked up, didn't it? And they had to go that's take it happens. back to the shop. And my question is, how the hell y'all fix it so fast? That shit costs money. All of a sudden it just came out and they went flying to the sky. What kind of shit is that?
0: Well, I mean it was the high school shop class.
1: Grease? And then years later what came up? You never up? took shop in school? Yes, I did.
0: Anything's possible in shop. A,
1: I made mean, a fucked up bookshelf. Like, <laughs> I bet you did. I made mean, it fucked up, like you know, said like the 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 way it was just All spinning wonky out, and lopsided okay. and shit. Yeah, the little main part was kind of fucked up on a curve. Either way, so so let me continue
0: building things, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, let you. Yeah, that's the you the shit at that. You the shit. <laughs> but another movie fall behind grease that was supposed to be like you know, hey Johnny Depp, that's my man, crybaby that was a bad movie cry baby
0: was, that was a terrible movie cry
1: baby was a bad movie not because it was Johnny Depp but y'all had the nerve to put Ricky Lake in there when she was the same size of that fucking car huge she was you go back and look at a lot of people go back and look at Google be like oh my god that's Ricky Lake yeah Ricky was the size of a fucking lake I'm done
0: I'm done I said my piece here and on that note A little bit of fat shaming from ken um
1: shallow how shout out to my boy shallow Hal. look here beauty is in in the eye of the beholder when you blink twice that's a wide ass anyway i'm done
0: (laughs) all right everybody that would be uh another another wrap
1: Uh, please we thank you comment (laughs) subscribe share like check us out on ig literally with carl uh, and literally ken and carl check us out uh we're on um we're on youtube we're on uh uh, apple we're on um we're on google we're on um soundcloud i believe
0: okay so i'm gonna do it like this yeah um we're on soundcloud which is our rss home okay but you can also listen to it there and subscribe Mm -hmm. we are on uh apple We are on Spotify Mm -hmm. and what used to be Google play is actually transitioning to Google podcasts. So they will have their own app for, uh, for podcasts. It's available now. Mm -hmm. Um, I've downloaded the app. It's actually really nice. Um, but I did notice Google is a little bit slower to get the, um, the updates to the RSS feed. So when I put something in SoundCloud, it's instantly available on Spotify. Yeah. Um, Whereas when I go to Google, sometimes it takes an extra day or so before it shows up. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Google, get your shit together.
1: Yeah. And and come to YouTube and check us out and see how Mm. ugly we both look. You know, that's that's just my opinion. I mean,
0: you know, come for the table, stay for the dorks. Sounds about right. All right. Peace, everybody.
1: Peace.